If you haven't checked out our Patreon campaign yet, or it's been a while, now is the perfect time to give it a look. We've just revamped it and added a ton of stuff for everyone that supports us on Patreon, including extra minutes of recordings inspired by this episode you're about to hear. So check it out at patreon.com slash newsdesk. Your support through Patreon helps keep this show online and ad-free. So again, check it out. It's our all-new revitalized Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash newsdesk. They were used as like beasts of burden. They were used as work animals to plow. Everybody sing. Why is Michael McDonald singing it? This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories. Histories. And details. You never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about the Reek. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) It's still funny, Tim. What is that? Ernest? (laughs) Ernest. From like what? when Ernest was would would look in the toilet and at at, at summer camp and just ew, just like that. <laughs> God rest his soul. Jim God Barney. rest his Jim Barney. Thanks, I've made the pilgrimage. Thanks, yeah. 2016. Oh God, I'm so the, fucking over people yelling at a year. Stop yelling at a year. It doesn't do any good. <laughs> He didn't even die last year. It was like years ago. I know, it was a while still, ago I was going to like, yeah. after John Hurt died last night, I was going to write, fuck you, 2017! <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore, what? I, you know what? I, I, this is the first time, usually, I don't I don't know why I took it down, but I took it down. Even though I was like, this is not the time to do this. But Mary Tyler Moore died. I my first post was R.I.P. Mary Tyler Moore. Now who's ever gonna everyone gonna yell at? No, it's not 2016. I'm like that's kind of disrespectful, and I actually took that down. <laughs> Did you actually like like type it all out? Yeah, I typed it all out, and I even posted it. And went, man, even I offended at that. I'm gonna take that down. <laughs> that's funny. if John if John Hurt is legitimately buried somewhere, and like he's in cremated and his ashes scattered over like Cancun. How long do you think it's going to be until someone comes and takes a, uh, a little chest burst or have it bursting out of the ground? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. If he, if, he is, if he is just buried somewhere or put into a mausoleum, <laughs> someone's going to get someone's going to put a little suction cup on a chest burster and put, put it on the wall or have it coming out of the ground. You know it's going to happen. And, and, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disrespecting... Um, John Hurt, I just know no, yeah, how the yeah, world a, is gonna. I, I don't I know if know I'm, how the world is gonna be. I don't know if I'm more shocked at the idea of that, or the fact that that, or, or, or I don't know if I'm more shocked that Tim had that idea or impressed. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm kind of torn between the two. All I can say is, if he's buried an hour from me, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> that is an excellent idea. <laughs> yeah, and, and Tim will do a grave rubbing of it. Yep. <laughs> oh, fuck. I if visited, he's buried I in Orlando, I'm going to do it, and it's going to have a little hat and cane. <laughs> Hello, my Hello, baby. <laughs> I visited a, uh, a grave today, just for Chris, actually. It was a cool just for shits and giggles. Just for <laughs> shits and giggles, I visited a grave. 
No, I, uh, I, I I was in Chattanooga and I I stopped to to take a picture of the uh, the Andrews Raiders uh, monument, which is the, the the great train that the gen- that the Buster Keaton movie The General is based off of. It was a, it was actually a Civil War thing, but in the same cemetery, uh, what's his name? Doss. Yeah, Private Doss from uh, Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> He's buried there, so I went I went up and took a picture for Chris. What was like, on top of his um? It was grave. It was it was, it was a, a chestburster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I've made little chestbursters and I've brought. We're gonna them start to that trend cool. now. We're gonna be out there at all every grave every um. It's gonna be the Alien Covenant viral marketing. Just go <laughs> just go up to Kennedy's Eternal Flame and put a little chestburster right next to it. Hashtag chestburster. It's coming out of my chest, huh? And I got curly um, hair like Danny McBride. No, uh, oh, uh, when people go to, to graves, uh, especially when it comes to the military, yeah, they will put little trinkets down. So they'll put a quarter down. A lot, a lot of times it's changed. Sometimes it's sometimes it's something else, like a little pin. Like someone put a uh, a Virginia flag pin. On his- Some look like um guitar picks, and I was like, why don't you put that on top of his grave? Um, I generally see guitar picks on musicians, but yeah, yeah. this was mainly coins. But yeah, the guy, the guy that Hacksaw Ridge is based off of, is buried in Chattanooga. And I, I was rolling by because uh, I went to to see the the train monument, and then I was like, oh, I'll get that for Chris. I didn't rub it <laughs> in any stretch of the imagination I was not rubbing it oh, when he, when he does Chattanooga that National Cemetery <laughs> there's a different kind of bursting that goes on after that <laughs> it's a pants burster <laughs> hello my baby hello my pizza <laughs> like that. it has a hat and a cane oh. <laughs> how does oh. it hold the hat how does it hold the cane it's Yours got doesn't? little arms and legs. Tiny arms, I think. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Rest in peace, John Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's right. That's how it started. Oh my. Well, well, the reek appears in episode two, Attack of the Clones. Dave, Dave, that is a, a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that is a callback, Dave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here's the names of my name. Doesn't do anything with my name, Chris. However, my name is Horny Chris. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. What does that have? have? What is that referring to? I wonder. <coughs> um, today I'm joined by <gasps> Fed Meat Matt. Fed Meat. Oh my God. Um, I'm also joined by Small Herds Dave. Small Herds Dave. <laughs> And That's a small wonder reference you just made, Tim. That? <laughs> yeah, <it's just laughs> awesome. Small herds, Dave. And this is just your name, Tim. Heavy skin, Tim. Yeah, I have gained a lot of skin over the past few years. Uh, <laughs> on my on. dick. <laughs> Womp. Four to be exact. Do all my dick and then pop your mouth. What's that? Do all uh, my dick. On my then- dick. I love that sound. Well, Dave, reek me up, man. Reek me. Before reek you me go, up. go. Before <laughs> you go, go. <laughs> right now, someone is in horrible combat listening to me talking about my dick. <laughs> Most people are when they're talking about your dick. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Reek me up, Dave. 
All righty. The Reek, as you said, is the giant horned creature uh, native to the planet Elysia that is seen in episode two. Um, its skin what's, varies. What's that? What's Elysia? The planet. I know, but which one in episode two? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I because think they're he's, on Geonosis when we the, see the Reek. I think no, he's that, referring to the Reek that we see in episode, episode two. two yeah. Oh, oh no. I thought you said we saw the planet. The beast. No, we don't see the planet. That's me hanging there, on your every word, Dave. You see that? Yeah, right. There are several planets that they're from. I'll get into those. But uh, the main planet that they're from is called Elysia. And they do live in herds. Uh, there are several subspecies, species, and I'll, I'll get into those. So if you um, get some milk from that planet, is it milk of Elysia? <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. Zing. <laughs> the skin color varies based on what it eats. I don't see um, skin color in the reeks. I'm just letting you know. Well, that's because you're a special guy. That's right. A lot of people do see skin color, though. And it depends on what it eats. Uh, kind of like a flamingo. Like the reason that flamingos are pink is because they eat these pink fish. I thought so, they ate cotton candy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's eating something green, it will appear green and, and, and that kind of stuff. I like, see, the, we're off to a good start. I like that. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. It's it's based a lot of the stuff in this one especially is based on uh, real biology. Well, I didn't like I, this until. No. Well, come on. Who kidding. doesn't love science? Everybody loves science. Same people don't. don't like friends. Ugh. <laughs> See, Ross that's was not true. a paleontologist. I love science. Ross was a paleontologist. Oh uh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. They were herbivores. Uh, a lot like our huge animals on on Earth, like rhinos, elephants, hippos, that kind of stuff. But this dude, is the part they only eat <laughs> dude named Herb. Yeah, right. This is the thing I didn't understand about it. And Chris even used this as your name. They were fed meat at execution time to kind of like create the Taste almost. Yeah, like well, kind of like trying to kind of to give them a bloodlust. Yeah, I was, I was actually my next. Uh, comment was going to be like a drug thing, like kind of get them addicted to it and then, not, yeah, taste, and then deprive yeah. them and then throw them in the arena. Yes. Yes. It made them aggressive and it turned, it actually turned them red. So that one that you see oh, wow. I'm, in I'm episode back to two, this again. Yeah. Like he's, he is re- a reddish is that like blood. Yeah. Well, kind of like when you get a steak and it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. it, it's, he's well, been fed meat. Steak, right? Blood. Yes, so that's meat. why he's that color. Now, I had my son look this up because I... I, I was I, bored I already and said... You know, and, I, and I was mad at him. You were so. like, take over. I had a sub-question <laughs> because I wanted to know, like, to me, animals that are supposed to be plant eaters are plant eaters. Like, what would happen... And he couldn't find a real answer, and he said it does happen accidentally sometimes. But, like, what would happen if an elephant were to eat meat? Like, to me, it would get sick. Like it's not its body yeah. isn't its body isn't conditioned to digest that kind of stuff. Well, I'm going to refer ha- my expertise in this area to the room where Johnny had never had a drink in his life and drank a half scotch, half vodka drink. <laughs> it was just fine. And what did he say when he tasted mm, it? Tastes good. Because <laughs> that's what people think that's when they right. first taste, taste liquor for scotch the first time and vodka mixed together. You're right. Tastes good. 
Right, Chris? Because that does happen in the animal kingdom. Like, every once in a while, I mean, like a, a, a chimpanzee, well, they'll eat plants, but then they get, they get like, a bloodlust, and they'll kill another chimp and eat it. Like, it does, ha- it does happen. But I, I can't imagine, like, these other huge animals that happening with. Uh, in the Star Wars Animal Kingdom, the reek just gets pissed off. So that's that's the way they like the way that you said it is is what's happening. They're working it up for you know to 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 make it aggressive and want to kill and and eat more meat. Hmm. Seems like Peter would get involved in that for some reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Star Wars Peta. I'm not kidding. That exists. That's in an episode we got coming up for Balls for All. <clears throat> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Star Wars PETA. Yep. And I'm not saying anything else because in their involvement in that story is probably the best <laughs> part of that. So I'm just going to shut That's up. A tease. That's a tease Uh-oh. right there. I'm looking forward to that. Well, they are often exported from Elysia to other planets for different reasons. And that's when you get into these subspecies. The first one is called an Iridonian Reek, and they were bred to be ridden into battle. Ooh, so imagine cool. like an army of guys riding these suckers at you. Yeah. Um, their skin was was bred to be thicker, so it could withstand small weapons like spears and things like that. Um, like it, just through breeding and evolution, their horns were eventually became longer and sharper as well. We kind of saw Anakin riding one. He was like standing on it. Yes. He was like reek surfing. Yeah. <laughs> what, reek why surfing. do I know? Iridonia. <laughs> I'm going to jump oh, oh, on the back of the Zabrax. Zabrax. go across the arena floor now. <laughs> I'm going to say Padme and maybe you'll be one at the door now. Nice. <laughs> I, uh, that's, good. that's all I got. Skeet surfing. <laughs> Skeet surfing. I lo- that's a great movie. <laughs> They would paint and tattoo these uh, reeks up to make them more intimidating, which I think is also kind of cool. They were fed things to make them more gray, which fit in with, I guess, the terrain and the kind of camouflage them on this planet. Because uh, all these things, the, the there's two other ones. The, the evolution and the way that these things were bred actually changed the way they all look. So if you were to see pictures of them, they would look different. Um, the next one is called an Ethorian Reek. They Isn't were yellow. What a uh, Momo Nadon was. Yeah. yeah, I think so. So imagine the planet of you know hammerheads and yellow reeks running around on it. They were used, and this fits in they with his story. A shit ton of mustard and curry. <laughs> and man, did they reek! Oh, I'm done. Good night. Drop the mic. <laughs> I can't. It's on a stand. It just stayed right in front of me. <laughs> Walk Just away. push slowly push it away from yourself. <laughs> this fits in with what Matt just said, because I remember when we did that. The, do you remember what the the Ethorians main culture revolved around? Do you guys remember? Plants. Either the plants pop- or like I remember there's something to do with the religion of tying and untying knots. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was going more for the uh, the former. The, the, it was they were farmers. Oh, okay. So the former right. farmer. That's that was pretty good. That's clever. Yeah. So they were used as like beasts of burden. They were used as work animals to plow. Everybody sing. Everybody. 
Why is Michael McDonald singing it? <laughs> that was Billy Ocean. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael McDonald. So evolution caused their horns to be smaller because they really weren't they weren't really being used. They were they were bred to have small horns. They weren't used, being used as as weapons or for defense because they were just being used as plows, basically. Plows. The third Mr. Plow, subs- I'm a reek. I am a reek. I'm Mr. Plow. <laughs> it always comes back to the Simpsons. Simpsons the, yep. <laughs> the the last subspecies was the Kashikian reek. Are they Ooh. hairy? Yeah, are they hairy? Yes. All right. And really? They were almost extinct, but the big ones that survived adapted to survive on Kashyyyk. They, they are the biggest reeks of all the reeks. Are you saying they actually ate Wookiees and that's why they made they got all hairy? They didn't <laughs> say that's awesome. Yeah. They didn't say that, but I'm going with it. It's they just cool. ate hair. <laughs> that makes sense. They ate all the hair <laughs> that the Wookiees shed. <laughs> <laughs> they were the biggest ones. They had long, strong horns that, this is weird, that secreted poison. All right, go back. <laughs> I don't know how that genetic, you know, th- th- came about. You know, like I, I don't. I guess that maybe they were eating poisonous animals. I I don't know. There's no explanation for it. But if you were to be stabbed by one of these, not only were you stabbed, but it also would secrete poison into your body. The double kill. <laughs> double kill. Tim got. <laughs> I don't get and it. other than that, there's not really there's not a lot about them. Um, I thought just because I think we should talk about that goddamn scene in that movie. <laughs> All right. Because one it. of the one of the behind the scenes parts is that the horn, and Matt already referenced this, the horn on the reek came down from George Lucas. He wanted three creatures, and one of them had to have a horn. This came down from the boss because he, Im- yes, he imagined the scene with Anakin wrapping his chains around the horn oh, and that being part of their escape and him riding this thing. Him wrapping the chain around, then picking up Padme so she can give him that weird little peck on the cheek. Peck on the cheek, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think when he imagined this, he was going, that that yeah i get that's all the stuff that mattered in that scene it had to have it had to be a creature with a horn ignore everything else (laughs) ignore special effects ignore that kiss ignore trade war yeah (laughs) she sticks the landing on that thing can you imagine oh my god yeah Something's getting crushed. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah, she not. Was, a, she sticks. She's got bruised in her thigh. She, and then she. And then there's that very creepy kiss. It's not so yeah. much the landing; it's the getting back up again. It'd be though <laughs> when she got up. <laughs> <laughs> you got Chris. Now you can really push the mic away. <laughs> oh, suction cup. And he does surf at one point on it. Doesn't he like do the crocodile Dundee hypnotizing almost? No, everyone does that to. Uh, he may do it to the reek, but everyone that does does the hypnotizing thing. I think I could be wrong. I've only ever seen this movie once, so. <laughs> I hate you! Don't subscribe! I don't love everything. <laughs> 
Yeah, who does everyone do the hypnotizing? I'm 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 looking through the behind the scenes uh, book for uh, episode two, and I don't see it. There's actually not much on the reek. There's more on the other two guys than this. Yeah, well, this is like I figure we did the other two. We might as well, you know. I, uh, I gotta I gotta give this shout out right now because you said we're gonna talk about this scene. So I typed in Star Wars the Reek in Google, and in the images, about halfway down. Are our Freaking. friends the two true freaks? Their audio commentary for this. I think Chris Honeywell does this. He does a phenomenal job of photoshopping the faces of him and Scott Gardner on what they're talking about. And poor Scott Gardner's face is superimposed on the reek. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Is he have a bloodlust? Yeah, blood like, is he red? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, it's like it. It's not just like cut and paste. It's superimposed as the reek's face. I'll have to see if nice. I can get this on my iPhone and send it to you guys. Because <laughs> I was doing it on my computer. Well, that whole scene is a mess. <laughs> I see it. I see yeah, it. The when, only thing that's when, not a mess is Kit Fisto's teeth. Ding! <laughs> Look at his face. When Jango gets trampled, that's actually kind of a cool scene. And who? Django. Oh, Django. He does. Django. He does get a he gets a little horn action there, doesn't he? Oh. It's a little horn action, and then he yeah, turns around and he isn't, and he's the one that that kills him. Yes, that's exactly right. He sh- he shoots him as he's running at him, and he kind of slides dead. How's yeah, that, yeah. that blaster bolt get through that heavy skin? You know, well, the heavy skin it said was more for like smaller weapons, like spears and stuff. Not necessarily, it couldn't necessarily repel blaster bolt blasts. But it, it was thicker. I mean, the the behind the scenes stuff is actually there's not much to that either. Do you guys know who Michael Patrick Murnane is? Yeah, he's a uh, he's a uh, concept sculptor. Okay, that's exactly right. He's a concept artist. Is I don't know. Is this somebody you've met? Do you have him on your poster? We do. Nope. <laughs> we, I'm trying yeah, out we, different we actually do have, We actually do have him on our, on our. Uh, I think all three of our uh, posters. That was such a subtle no. That was that was sweet. <laughs> okay, maybe that's one I'll go with. <laughs> you went from the like. Yeah. Nope, nope. I had to do a Beethoven one. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. I do not have a signature on my poster. In fact, I do not <laughs> even have a poster for running one to sign. So I will always be an answer of nope, 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 <laughs> nope. <laughs> Bravo, <laughs> bellissima. Well, Michael Michael Patrick Smyrnane was the concept artist who kind of ended up creating the look of him. And he started looking at the beginning more like a dinosaur. He he went with dinosaur to get beginning, but then became more rhino esque as time went on. And I can see both of them in there. Oh yeah, it's a rhinosaur. Yeah, but all he knew was that it had to have a horn. Like that's all. Like the other two, we this is the third of the three. I kind of like the way all three of them look. I mean, the scene is very muddled at this point, especially with the the the. I don't know how how bad the special effects look now over time, but I still I think the creatures are kind of cool. There's this one sketch drawing I'm looking at here now. It looks like it looks like the dog from the Ghostbusters movies, just with horns on it. Like it it does horn. actually, yeah. Uh, you mean the the statues like up on the yeah? Roof? Those wild, crazy like the um, hell hellhounds or something. Yeah, 
this one awesome drawing that, that looks just just like one of those dogs, but with horns on it. Well, we uh, at this point have covered all the execution arena animals. Some of them were also exported around the galaxy to also be used as a form of execution in other you know planets where they did this as a form of entertainment. So I could see this thing ending up on Tatooine. I'm surprised that it, it's not one of the subspecies because everything always eventually ends up on Tatooine. <laughs> True. <laughs> but it's not. Uh, but I could see Jabba using one of these. You know, like It's, it's kind of like the Rancor, but with a horn. I'm surprised in all the chaos of this scene that George didn't fit in yet another C-3PO joke at the expense of the Reek. <laughs> yeah. He looks horny. Yeah. yeah. Stupid, you know? <laughs> he looks horny. <laughs> oh, dear. But as far as the reek goes, that's all I got. That's it. That's it. I'm just getting warmed up. Listening. If you can warm up to listen. I'm looking at a at a, a Lego reek. Is this is this real? Did they make a, a Lego reek? Hey, I see one here that they made like one of those um, kitty. That, I don't know if it's uh, well, it looks, well. I can't tell if it's if that's real or if it's custom. I know it was in the game, like those Lego uh, video games. That was one of the things. Yeah, so I was going to ask. Oh, Chris it looks he- like you can build. So I'm not sure what those are, but it looks like it looks like they made a reek for like the, the those little buddy things. Oh, I also. see it, Tim. Yeah. Do you? I don't. I haven't seen your collection. I don't think I've... No, I have seen your collection since the prequels come out. You don't really collect that many prequels things, do you, Chris? Mate, no. Yeah, okay, so you don't have this one. I see the box of the Reek. I'm just curious, but I, now that I think about it, I, yeah, I don't remember seeing much and I get, of I get, I get kind of upset when um when Luke gets Legos once in a while. He he, he doesn't care. As long as it's Star Wars, he'll he'll get it, or he, he gets it as a gift. I'm like, that's not from the original trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Why are you buying like, that one? He's like, Dad, that's your trilogy. This one, this new one that's out, this is my trilogy. I don't know who the episodes one, two, and three are for, but that's someone else's trilogy. Three. Fifty Shades of Black is my new trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> or gray, whatever the fuck it's called. So uh, you know, grade. Matt, stop hiding it. Come uh, on. I know. I just finished the book for the third time again last night. <laughs> you were alone in bed reading it. That's right. Really <laughs> yeah. wishing I was her. Well, do you have any feedback, Matt? I got a ton of feedback. I posted our feedback page on Facebook today, hoping to get a few. And man, we get a lot more than a few. So it's going to be a while till I get to everybody. So apologies for everyone jumping on that today and not being able to read it all at once. But I'll just go through it basically from the, I guess, the order that it came in. And first, I, I posted it on our Patreon page. And Eric Moore, our good friend Eric Moore, and newest personality in neo's as if you haven't heard his show effectively speaking check it out i think if you like this show you're gonna like the stuff he talks about it's a little more serious not i wouldn't say serious but it takes the subject more seriously but they talks about special effects so far i think almost everything from stuff that we've grown up with and i just heard chris's episode with him about superman and love that too yeah. he's eric's knocking it out of the park with that series in my opinion so check that out it's called effectively speaking at neo's as but he posed a question he said, hi, chaps. Uh, here you go with a topic of discussion for you. And I thought it might, I thought you might like a little go at it. Who's your favorite Star Wars character in each Star Wars film? Seems easy, but you're only allowed to use one character once. 
I'd like to find out who you choose and just where they feature. Good luck. I found it real difficult. So do we want to attempt that? I mean, if we Shit. do all films or yes, just want to do that, let, should we just do the, the three, the original trilogy for sake of time? Wow. That's a, my mind's already going. <laughs> hmm. Your mind's going. <laughs> Meaning I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Huh. Did you fall out of your truck again? <laughs> I, I did not. Well, I guess I, I, why don't we why don't we do this? Maybe over the next three episodes, or uh, over this episode, the next episode. Okay, we can do. Uh, yeah, original trilogy, prequel trilogy, and then the what the the new I guess the new the, the new movies and yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to call them yet because they're not all rounded out. Yeah, because I guess the. Force Awakens is the start of a new trilogy, but sure, okay. Um, I guess I can go first and let you guys think about it because I did have this read this question before. I guess, I, I guess, if I really think about it, my favorite character in the first Star Wars has got to be Darth Vader because you got to always like the bad guy, and that was the first Star Wars character I ever dressed up as as a kid for Halloween was Darth Vader. For Empire, it's probably Boba Fett. That one is probably the easiest one. Jedi, that one's tough. If I can't use Darth Vader or Boba Fett. So, I, you know what? Mm, I, I do know. In fact, looking at my wall, it's, it's, it's damn obvious. It's Princess Leia, but not as Princess Leia. It's, it's Princess Leia in disguise as Boosh. That's the Ooh. only thing I collect. So, there you go. There's my answer. That's a good one, man. I, I, I'll go. Of course, uh, New Hope. I have to go with Han immediately. Um, I'm with you, Matt. Empire is fat. That's kind of easy. And I actually picked Vader for Jedi because it's a hell of a battle scene at the end. And then at the end, he finally he, he turns and turn, turns good again. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Vader's a good choice for, well, any any of the three. But the Boba Fett one is hard to top, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, let's see. What, is, what do Tim and Dave <laughs> think? I, uh, I chose Vader for the first one. Because yeah, I've, I've always been drawn to the bad guys. Uh, for Empire, I mean, you, you gotta you got if if you're just if you're just going straight on film and not not going beyond anything beyond just what you see in the film, Yoda would be my favorite from Empire. And then for some reason, when I think uh, Jedi, the Gamorrean Guard always pops out. Uh, that that's mm. that's the one that's the one that stands out to me. Uh, whenever I think of Jedi, so I probably put the Gamorrean Guard as my favorite character. I, I mean, he's not really a character; he's just sort of a character type in the movie. But I, the Gamorrean Guard generally stands out. Yeah, I like that so too. Are we supposed to do this as like like now, or as we were like when we were first presented with? I kind of mixed it up to get into my answer, honestly. So whatever your answer is. Okay, I'm. I'm probably. Gonna, I mean, now as adults, probably our perspectives changed. But I'm thinking of how I was when I was a little boy, and and I was a little asshole. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> thinking about myself. And now I'm an adult asshole. <laughs> uh, when I was little, I was obsessed with Luke Skywalker, and so much so that I mean, I don't even really like him anymore. But <laughs> I when know, I was right? Little, <laughs> Yeah, it was like that's he he was when you're little when we were four that's he's what the story was about so like i gravitated towards him even to the extent where like i used to i used to 
like, do you remember? I loved this thing. It was one of my favorite all time thing. I think we talked about it once before. It was called the Star Wars Passport. Did anybody else no. have this? No, I don't know what that is. No. Oh my god, passport. I loved this thing. It was very simple. It looked like a real passport, um, except it said Star Wars on the front, and it came with a bunch of decals from all the different places in the movies. Hmm. As if you had been there and you could put them in your passport and you could write your name and your rank and all this stuff in the, uh, in the passport. And I remember putting a picture of Luke Skywalker in instead of my picture and signing it, David Skywalker. <laughs> like I pretended like nerd. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> pretended like I, I still have it. Here it is. Um, intergalactic passports were special passports issued in 1980 on the set of Star Wars. Oh, that's, oh, these are this is something different, I think. Cause it said something well, about faux stamps in various locations. Yeah, huh. That's, uh, this wasn't stamps. They were like little things that you could cut out and then okay. paste in there. This and it is did different, come, but it might lead. Oh, commercial version. Here we go. And it go, did come going. out more for Empire because I know some of the things weren't in, um, a new hope because there was one for there was one for Cloud City there was one for Hoth yep and you know like it was it was like there were little little decals of all the planets that had been them so in, in them so far one was Moss Eisley um, spaceport you know it said and you could put them in there and I put like but I put myself down David Skywalker rank general you know like I was <laughs> obsessed with him like I wanted to be him the Star Wars Intergalactic Passport by Ballantine Books published in nineteen eighty three. Yeah, you didn't do anything oh. with it. I would just look at it. I would just every day. I'd like open it and page through it. Oh, look at the places I've been. You haven't been anywhere, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're too scared to get on a plane, you pussy. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry>. really. <laughs> so that would have been for when I was little. It would have been Luke, and then for both Empire and Jedi, it was Vader. Because that's did you not listen Tim to Eric's that, rules? You can't no. get double up. What? Yeah, come. How hard is it? Come on. <laughs> All right. Then it would have to be Han, I guess, for Empire. But the Vader thing, I'm with Chris for Jedi, is because by then we were older. We were 10. I mean, I was 10 anyway. And I had understood this character arc that was happening. And I understood whether I knew it was redemption or not. The fact that by the end of that movie, he was a good guy. And it was that, that last battle that Chris was talking about yeah. that really attracted me to him and the complexity of that. It wasn't just a guy in a helmet. It was a tortured person. Mm. And I think I even understood that as a 10 year old. So that would have been mine. Yeah. Luke Han Vader, I guess. Okay. Well, cool. All right. Um, that's another, do one more feedback. Cause it's another, uh, Patreon response. This is from John Duncan. And he said, love the show. You guys are great. It's amazing how you keep the show on schedule. Keep the specials coming and any Rogue One characters on the horizon. Well, that's, you never know. I mean, it's, that one is, would be probably but easier you know, than Force Awakens because, well, I mean, if you've seen the movie, you know why. There's not, we're not really having to wait for much more of a story. Right. Like Tim actually just talked about that a couple of days ago, huh, Tim? That there's like five or six Rogue, Rogue One characters yeah, that uh, we, we probably do. Yeah. Okay, I have, cool. uh, I have one. That I plan to do for our, our next recording. There you go. There you go, John. Answer asked or question asked, answer given. So thank <laughs> I you. I should say our next our next set of recordings. Sure, yes. It won't be the next episode, but it will yeah, be. Yeah, it'll be like a, like a month-ish from now. So yeah. well, that's good, though. 
Um, so we certainly got more episodes coming this year. Obviously, I don't know why I needed to point that out. <laughs> I'm Captain Obvious. Oh, thank you, Eric and John, and there, we got a ton more to get through. Thanks everyone that responded so quickly. Uh, we will get to it. I, I do have them, so thank you again. And that leads to our Patreon supporter of the week. This week it is Gunner Johnson, and I wish my name was Gunner Johnson. That is an awesome name. <laughs> it's an action name. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, that's like there's there's nothing, no wrong in that name. So thank you. Nah. Gunner, um, yeah, what have we been promoting lately? The Swick Extra Minutes, we have, maybe even by the time this comes out, because we're kind of recording quite a few episodes tonight, we have a show, an episode we recorded almost a month ago, by the time you're listening to this, that even by our standards is a little too much <laughs> to release to the general public, but we're going to share it with Patreon with a huge warning. I think... It, with the warning and with being supporters and no, it, and you, that means you know us well enough that this isn't going to offend you like it would the casual listener that stumbles upon it. So you, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. And the only way you're ever going to hear this episode is on Patreon. I'll talk more about it once it's released, but this is, this might be the worst to, to use a phrase worth the price of admission because this one was something else. Don't play it in church, okay? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> so that's coming, and we'll certainly once that's posted, we'll talk more about it because people know. Well, the, at least our Patreon supporters will know what we're talking about. And uh, if you're interested in it, you're, the only way you can get it is Patreon, and you can get it at any level. It starts at a dollar. That's just one dollar for the entire month. That'll get you this episode and all the other exclusive for Patreon. So thank you to all our supporters. Thank you, Gunner. And we're kind of having a lot of fun putting stuff together for, for you guys, uh, especially when we pushed the envelope a little too far, uh, like this one that's coming up. So thanks, everyone, for that. That envelope is gone. <laughs> yeah. It's been pushed out. That's the dirtiest thing we ever did. It is. Yep. It. it I think it is. <laughs> well, Dave, is it time for a comeback, hopefully? Don't By call home. it a comeback. By yeah, me. don't call it a comeback with these points. They're out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are we doing, Tim? Sam, Sam, Sam. <laughs> he never disappoints. Nope. Nope. Scores in Simpson says, go like this. Tim is in last with five. Then Matt with 40. Then Chris with 400. And I have 500. Woo! <laughs> you ready to do some math, Chris? No, I'm not, because I don't like math. I don't either. Who likes I math? I, I love math. I don't, yeah. Matt, Matt likes math? Half half of half of this homebrewing stuff to do the things we want to do with this beer involves math. I love math. In fact, a, a huge mistake in my math has led to like a beer that is knocked me on my ass ass after one glass last week of the, t- of the tasting and i can't well, wait to see good. what happens to you guys now let me let me ask you this matt you were a big fan of breaking bad yeah when you make your beer do you kind of feel like, <laughs> like, like White? breaking bad <laughs> no not really that's pretty funny that you would say that though i mean that's that's until, now i will now you put it in my head now. yeah i'm gonna get one of those heisenberg pictures of yeah. the like the sketch of of heisenberg one of those t-shirts <laughs> when i do it do you do this in your in your Hanes whitey underwear? No, uh, not yet. <laughs> it gets pretty damn hot though when you're standing out in 99 degree weather, 200 
percent humidity and standing over a two hundred and twelve degree boiling pot, I do feel like I should just be in my underwear. <laughs> sure, your neighbors, drink. your neighbors would drink feel that. that way too. Yeah. <laughs> how, how? Why wouldn't they? You know what I want to do? I want to do it just to do it. I don't want to do it to sell it. I don't want to do it because it's illegal, and I don't want to do it because I want to drink it. I want to make moonshine because that seems like another chemistry slash math thing that I want to take on and just try. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to do any of the legal stuff behind it. I just want to try making it. I'm not going to because it's not worth getting arrested, but I want to try it. I think moonshine, you basically just ferment corn uh, and then you distill it. Distill it, yeah. Yeah, and and, and to, to make whiskey, you have to you have to run it through the charcoal and then you age it in the smoked wood. But before you put it through the charcoal or the smoked wood, if you just distill it, that's moonshine. I would love to try it, but it's like super illegal. Someone tried <laughs> bullshitting me that you're allowed to make like two gallons per person in your household. And I was like, that in Florida? I'm like, that doesn't sound right. I looked it up yeah. and like the first thing on the, the ABC of Florida is like making any distilled spirits is illegal, period. End of discussion. <laughs> close the window. Go home. Don't even think about it. <laughs> I just realized as I was telling you how it's made, I was like, oh, yeah, Matt, you were with me when we went to Jack Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I we forgot were, about yeah, that. That's right. We were. <laughs> so you listen, it's like all of a sudden Tim sounds like Uncle Jesse from the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, wait a minute. You just made me think of something and I don't know where the feedback is. I think it was on Facebook. We had the question of why the Duke boys were always in trouble. Yeah, and they someone explained that they were from, from the start of the show. They were on probation for moon for uh, bootlegging. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uncle Jesse was a moonshiner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> I but saw that too. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, I thought you were saying like, yeah. I already said. I probably said that in the episode. No, no, no. He, because yeah. we had that. We had that conversation, and it's like you know, well, they never really did anything right. wrong. They were. I mean, there were some misunderstandings. But somebody put that on, and I was like, I was glad they did. Yeah. I didn't understand that. <laughs> Is that like in episode one, and they never mentioned Maybe, it Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that um, basically bootlegging and moonshining is how NASCAR got its start? Yeah. yeah. Yep. They talk about that even in Talladega Nights, I think. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, because he puts when he when he's trying to get him to drive fast, and he tapes the bag of Lucky Charms underneath the car, but says it's like <laughs> yeah. black tar heroin or something. <laughs> um, he's. T- I think he mentions that. He's like, that's how NASCAR got its start. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I learned that on Stuff You Should Know. Yeah. I learned it watching Moonshiners. <laughs> I learned it watching Ricky Bobby. I, got I didn't rock. learn it at all. <laughs> Chris doesn't give a crap. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> we all sound like Rick Olay. They didn't have that on Smallville? They, they did not, no. Oh. That was a great show. <laughs> all right. I guess we need a question to continue this, huh? 500 to 400 to 40 to 5. Yep. All right. All right. Okay. Let's hear what Lou, new host of I Have Questions, food edition, apparently. <laughs> no, actually, I love I love what Lou's doing with this. I, 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 the, for the first time in a year, I have no idea what's coming in the next episode. I'm really enjoying this. So, Lou from I, actually, what? I actually sent him a, a question, and he he said, "You know what? I want to know too." But Matt keeps this show family friendly. <laughs> I can't even. What imagine. did you ask? I said, "Why can't you?" I said this in a nice way. Why can't you pee and ejaculate at the same time? He's not trying hard <laughs> enough. Question solved. Yeah. <laughs> Quitter. 
<laughs> That's the original multitasking. Yeah. Isn't that what happened with Dennis Rodman and Madonna? That's right, yeah. You know, that is like the third fucking time that's come up on this show. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> like- it's, it's good info. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, Lou. All right. Dial of Movies, I have questions. Ask a question, ironically, to Christian Simpson, and it's number 32, and here it is. What artist produced most of the early concept paintings for Star Wars? I couldn't fucking draw 32 last goddamn round, could I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. And, and is there a multiple choice? Not that he has split. Hmm. All right. Hope he says Andy Warhol. Who's that guy Dave mentioned earlier? The guy with the big big hair. Don King. No, the the <laughs> artist guy. The, the Bob Ross. Guy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um. Every time that we do this, Tim yells at his phone. I know. Every time. I was thinking that though while I was looking at my phone. I'm like, come on! And then Tim said it. I'm like, oh, I guess he's waiting on his phone too. All right, here I'm sending mine now, Chris. I got Matt's. Let's see what Tim sends with another drawing or of somebody. I got I got Dave's. Oh shoot! I sent the wrong, <laughs> that's the wrong person. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Someone who has nothing at all to do with the show. Awesome. You better hope it was like a, a decent picture or something. Are you sending dick pics? No. Again. <laughs> Again. To whom? Any celebrities <laughs> that you met? Mary Lou Henner? Pick somebody. Ooh, Mary Lou Henner. I like her. <laughs> he zoomed in this time on that fat Jake Lloyd lookalike guy's face. Really big. Hey, what's, is that stain? what's that stain on his beard? Oh. Tim. Tim. What's that? Is it a crease? I don't know. No, the crease it's a it's a it's a crease. The the okay. picture was folded, so it looks like his eye is melting. He does. <laughs> Alright. Um Tim, does he know? Yes. Matt, does he know? Yes. Chris, does he know? Yes. And Dave, does he know? Yes. All right. All Don't right. look Reyes over, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Was it Salvador Dali? That would be a trippy movie. Oh, I know. The, the late, very great Ralph McQuarrie. And that is correct. All right. Yeah, some of the, I have a, one of the uh, concept art yeah, books, I, I and they're really, really cool. Kind of love the artwork more, or on par with the original movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Are they hugging at the de- at the end there? <laughs> you can see what I know, right? <laughs> Don't want to know. Did yeah. I hear a zipper? Zip. Zip. All right, Chris, quarterback this for us. All right, well, Tim's in last. He said yes. Mm-hmm. He bet one point. Twenty percent. <laughs> I bet twenty percent. He bet one. It, it says one point. It's all he bet. Oh my god. It's twenty percent. Matt is next. He had forty, and he bet forty. Okay. I bet it all four hundred. Woo! I was like, you have to know that. Who doesn't know this? Yeah. And I could tell by your bet, you did some fucking math. Mm-hmm. 
You bet three hundred and one. Hmm. To give me eight oh one. Yes, you did, oh you fucker. God. <laughs> All right. So the scores are Tim with six, Matt with eighty, Chris with eight hundred, Dave with eight hundred one. Fucking math. <laughs> Fucking math. Hate that shit. Well, thank you, Dave, for reeking us out on this one. <laughs> Great episode. And tune in next time we discuss the DL-44 Heavy Blaster Pistol. Thanks for listening to Star Wars In Character. Star Wars In Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars In Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars-related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.